Welcome to another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the amazing podcast that is It Is Not About You. I am one of your hosts, Jamal Harrington, living in New York. And I will say this, it's my favorite time of year, being fall. Um, even though we have two football teams here and no wins against us, you couldn't tell that it was football season here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> joining us, that's right, 0-3, both teams. Um, wow. <laughs> like, why bother? You might as well just, like, rope both teams into one. Um, mm. with, with me, as usual, is our um, the, the lovely Marianne Riley. Um, Hello. And, um, it's okay. Oh, it's okay, Jamal. I- Seattle's one and two, so we are nearly a step above the New York. So, but, but but here's the thing, though. I still hear the rumblings all the way from over here. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. I, and, I, and I watch the games too. I can see why you guys are upset. Um, yes. Also, also with us is our um, other co-host with the most, uh, cousin Todd, yes. our tech guy. And, and I'm and, I'm the one of the three that really doesn't care about sports ball at all. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Based but by that comment alone right there, he could give two shits about what's going on in, 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 in the fall. But also, you two have something in common. You both had birthdays that just passed. Yes. yes. Um, um, so Marianne is 36, and Cousin Todd yeah. just turned uh, 34. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and I say that because it still makes me the youngest co-host on this show uh, at the tender... <laughs> At the R. Kelly tender age of eighteen, um, I was going to say twelve. Uh, I was going to say, um, hold on, you didn't let me finish. Minus <laughs> minus four. Um, <laughs> but yes, um, how was y'all's birthdays? How uh, like would you uh, would you guys do? Like how did that? Uh, how did? You, and I know how you're about to celebrate, uh, cousin Todd. You're about to go uh, to another state. Yep, I'm going to okay. Disneyland. Going to Disneyland. Going to Disneyland. Um, so yeah. So I will I will still be the only one of the cousins of all the relatives who has not been to Disneyland. So um Well next year. Eventually, maybe, maybe one of these days. I'll take my grandkids. Um I actually had a nice quiet party at the house. Um invited a bunch of people over and Quite you know, kind relative. of have people trickling in and out, and it was it was nice. I mean, it was it was nice. So there's a lot of people who had not seen the new house yet, so that was able to see it. Um, one of the responses from Romeo's sister was, "Is Marianne rich? Did she have an inheritance?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie that 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 house is amazing. Yeah, I yeah. I. I, I I did not want to leave when I was there. I wanted to like measure the drapes and call a room. Like that's what I wanted. I was like, you and everybody right else, here. Jamal. Everybody else is yeah. like, which room is mine? You, you want to know what? It was just like, like most of the household tours I've ever been on, and and it's not that many. It's been like oh two minutes. Room, room, bathroom, kitchen, and that's it. Like fucking Romeo was like. Here's another room. And I'm like, God damn. How many more rooms are in this house? It's been five minutes, which is almost like. If one of you die in this house and you're on the other side of the house, you won't know it for a whole day and a Uh, half. (laughs) We walk walk by a place. Oh, that's another bathroom. I'm like, okay. Oh, here's another room. We're thinking about making this an office. Oh, there's a bathroom in there. He was like, tell me, you guys have so much porcelain toilets in there. It's just just like, I'm like, you know, can. Yeah. It's it's all. I'm just like at one point I was like, watch one of these toilets are going to be painted gold. And he's going to be like, this is my toilet right here. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get the bedazzler out and bedazzle the seat. Yeah. We have no, four toilets for two asses. Like yeah. literally one for each I think, cheek. I think, I think. I think the tour was like six minutes long. I mean, I think like because I brought I brought uh, my roommates. Uh, kids uh the the baby and like the oldest with me and even i was like i had to turn around and make sure they're like not lost in one of the rooms <laughs> you know oh, oh like, jamal oh. the the tour has gotten longer because now marianne has a new vehicle she has to show people her new her new baby yes i finally, new... 
I, I did. I had to. So, you know, my car, my Kia Forte was totaled out. Okay. Um, and God had big, better plans for you car wise. Oh, man. She, she upgraded to you. a Chevy. I, you know, I, I looked at Ford Focuses. I, you know, because me, if, it, if you know me, you know that I'm very thrifty. I'm not cheap because cheap makes me sound tawdry. I'm thrifty. I'm very thrifty. And um, I wanted a Ford Focus that got 43 miles to the gallon. I wanted a, a Ford C-Max that got 45 miles to the gallon. I wanted a small economical car because I drive a lot that would be able to give me really good gas mileage. And every time I got inside of one, I started hyperventilating and freaking out because of the seven, counted seven car accident, PTSD. I couldn't, I tried to even get into a, um, a Subaru Crosstrek, which is like an Outback, only a little bit smaller. And yeah. it was parked and I had, I was sitting in, I was looking at a wall, it was fine, and I turned around and looked, and there was four cars facing me from where the car was positioned, and I freaked out, and I was like, nope. And so I ended up getting a Chevy Avalanche full-size pickup truck. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, you got a big girl car. <laughs> I got a big girl truck. Uh, well, okay. it is lowered. It is lowered. So it's that's one thing. Like only, and, and you can tell city folk. Only city folk would lower a four by four. What the fuck is wrong with people? You don't lower a four by four. You yeah. jack them up. You don't lower them. But well, they, so yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that's to, yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily a city thing, but yeah, it's definitely a suburb thing. I'm telling you, it's not a country person thing. Because yeah. country folks, we don't ever, uh, yeah. So and, and gonna, God forbid you drive down a dirt road, you know. Yeah. So, oh, and by the way, you know, in case you missed it, that's what Romeo drives is an Avalanche. Romeo drives a Chevy Avalanche, a burnt orange Chevy Avalanche, and mine is a black Chevy Avalanche. So we have his and her Chevy Avalanches. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, it's kind of uh, it, it and it's. It's actually it's kind of beefy. So um, yeah, when we fired it up, it sounds like a time, beast. Oh, it doesn't. It rumbles deep. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And Romeo went, oh, 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 God. Oh. Having, and then I stepped on the fun. gas and goes, oh, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so it is completely and totally a, uh, um, it's a beast. It's an absolute beast. Yeah. So. Um, but I, the important thing is, is it, you know, and yes, it'll get me from one gas station to the next gas station, unfortunately, but I feel safer. I don't freak out when I'm driving it. Um, as I'm cruising around, I'm not scared of people hitting me. Um, <laughs> right. Cause if they do, I mean, you know, I have a much better safety chances in that thing than I do in a Ford Focus or a C-Max or something smaller. So I at least feel safer. I sent you some pictures of it, Jamal. So exactly. I, 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 yeah, I can't wait to see it. I mean, I saw what you just showed just now, um, but it almost looked like, like when I saw that, I was like, oh, look, those are two horses that look like they're about to mate. That's what I saw <laughs> with that his and hers photo. I'm like, yeah. you know, I, I feel like there's gonna be like, like, a, a, like a Chevy, you know, like a baby oh. Chevy. A you know, Chevy love, like, little oh. ba baby Chevy loves. <laughs> well, we parked it together in the garage, so you know. Yeah, what's <laughs> well, funny is that in the tour, she's like, "Hold on, let me go, go grab my keys." And as I'm walking to the garage, you know, by the the, the washing machine, all of a sudden the car starts. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, that's cool. You have a remote start." She's like, "Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that's fucking it cool." Does. That'll be is, nice just, if you're like you know um, getting getting ready for work and you want to make sure your car is nice and warm before you get yeah. in it. Yes. So it's um yeah so it is that was it was really nice it was actually really nice to have a lot of Romeo's family over that hasn't seen the house yet so it was it was really nice it was a, a kind of you know like anytime we'd spent time with his family it was usually in their homes or in their 
environment. So this was the first time his family got a chance to see us in our home, in our environment, and kind of see how we are, how we interact, like, you know, how, just how we are. And so it was, it was interesting. It was fun. It was an interest. it was definitely a mm -hmm. fun, fun day. So I just, I got a, quite the kick out of the, <laughs> asking if I was rich or if I had an inheritance. And um, no, I am, I am it's called, um, I, I'm uh, thrifty. And I was able to capitalize on the house that I owned for 11 years <laughs> and take that money and roll it into this house and still not be, you know, have a huge fatty down payment. And so it's just one of those things that it's like, I love the fact when the younger kids that are going, you know, this is, they're looking through the house and like, this is life goals right here. And it's like, yes, and let, let us show you how to do this, how to achieve this, you know, because you guys are in your 20s and this is something that's absolutely attainable. You know, it just takes some strategic planning. Yep. Work smarter, not harder, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. You know, the funny thing is the, the, the first time I ever heard that phrase, it was on a Disney cartoon. Really? It was on, it was on DuckTales. Work smarter, not harder. Like, holy oh, shit. Yeah. Really? Did Scrooge, did Scrooge McDuck say that? Of course he did. Yes. <laughs> that totally sounds like a Scrooge McDuck thing to say. Work smarter, not harder. I just was watching. I, I just, like, I fell asleep to it the other night. I was just watching DuckTales. Were you it watching the, the original or the new one? Because they're both the, really good. I think it's. I think it's the original movie with uh, where uh, oh. Donald went and joined the Navy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's why that's how the kids ended up with Scrooge McDuck was because yeah. Donald joined the Navy. So that's the I think that's the uh, the the old the original like from back in the yeah. day because I just saw that I actually I just recently saw like that episode just. You know, just to watch it to see, you know, and man, it would talk about nostalgia. I'm like, wow, this is such a right. great show. And then now I'm just like invested in watching, you know, more of it. Just because, again, it's it's, it's something that I used to watch when I was a kid. Um, that like uh, Tippendales, Gummy Bears, and like yes. Darkwing Duck. Like I oh, love dude. that whole lineup. So if you if you like all those shows, you should really check out the new Ducktales because. Um... They throughout the 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 seasons they had. I think there was like three or four seasons. Throughout the four seasons, they had um, mentions of uh, the gummy bears and Darkwing Duck shows up, Gizmo Duck shows up, and all that stuff. Nice. And uh, all these things. There's lots of little little Easter eggs for the Disney afternoon from the '90s. Yep. Yeah, yeah from the early '90s. Yeah. The, the... So there's actually a DuckTales that's current in like the 2000. Came out like two yes. years ago, yeah. Yeah, they brought it. They, it's like Brand they brought new. it back. Like David Tennant, who played Scrooge McDuck in the new one, so he had a he had a legit Scottish accent. Oh wow! Like it wasn't a, oh. it wasn't it wasn't a good actor doing a a a, a accent for the show it was a, right. an actor who actually like a legitimate speaks Scottish. with that accent yeah nice. accent you know <laughs> oh wow yeah, so we're in, in, is that like on disney the disney channel or it's, it's on disney disney plus, actually. disney plus actually i think has all four seasons of it now because it, it just ended like a couple months ago and they have the and then they have the old ones as well the classics so have, yeah yeah they have the classic old ones and then they have you know the new ducktales and, um, yeah. you know, and, and that's why I'm, I've started this one. I mean, the old one, so I could kind of like work my way up to that. Right. Movie and, then, and then, of course, right. the new ones, which uh, like people my age, you know, like I'll see on Facebook, like, hey, I'm watching Duck the new DuckTales. It's still like it's still a great show. And again, that's why we watch these things, you know, like uh, these shows that they kind of bring back now because it's like, oh, I remember when I was a kid and I used to watch this, you know. And and I would watch it, you know, in hoping that I could get like like my niece to even be interested in it. And it's just like no, right? You know, it's like, you know, uh, what is it that she watches? Uh, like um, these uh, like um, oh my god, the, this movie came out about these dogs who like rescue um, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that like 
Paw Patrol. She's like into that, which I'm just like, well, you know, that's and, and I've and I've watched like a couple. Of Shout out to my like, nephew you know, Alex for introducing me to Paw Patrol. It's uh, it's it's really I, I get why kids like it. I'm like, you know, what, this is good for you, good for you for watching. I can't get her to watch a regular show to save my life. But you know, it, my Paw Patrol hit. You know what? <laughs> Watch this. Don't <laughs> don't feel bad. I I tried introducing Alex, my 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 niece's son, uh, the original Transformers, and he watched about ten minutes of it and goes, "Hey, look, Paw Patrol on a different TV." So oh yeah, it's, it, yeah. It seems like Paw Patrol wins over anything. Or PJ you know, Masks it, is another one he likes. You know, um, like there's there's this one um, like like of course I'm not gonna like. Better watch Rick and Morty. Like, no, you, you can't watch this. But you know, like the um, like the adventure of Gumball. Like the funny thing is, like whenever I'm on the road, uh, and like I'm, I'm like flipping through channels, and that show comes on for some reason, I just hide the fucking remote and just watch like a marathon of you know the amazing adventure because I, I I've never watched the show before, and and like my my adult friends like, hey, you go watch that. It's a pretty cool show. Crazy animation, crazy adventures, and all that. And I'll sit there. And I'll just eat like a bucket of chicken or whatever, um, you know, boxers on, optional. But um, and then I just watch this show, and I'm just like, and I have like a six pack of beer near me, and I'm like, if somebody walked in and saw this scenario, I'm pretty sure that um, I would be like arrested in questioning of like devious things. <laughs> okay, that 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 that's always my biggest fear. Oh, so man. I deadbolt my hotel room door just to be on the safe side. And if somebody like, asks, what? Hey, I like police. cartoons. Fuck off already. You know that's that's no, no, how no. I feel about it. When the cops knock on the door, I switch it over to CNN as if I was watching some adult <laughs> shit, and I open that fucking door. He's like, okay. I, wa- I was sorry. I was watching porn. I totally wasn't watching Cartoon I Network. <laughs> Just thinking that when you're watching something that it actually looks better if you you have to turn it to porn so you don't look so bad. You know. <laughs> All the cops have to do is just hit last on that remote and be like, "Ah, oh, okay." Uh, uh, why are you yeah. watching? Why are you watching this cartoon? Or you know, hey, yeah. the officer is going to be like, "Hey, you know, just because you change the channel, you still get billed for this. You know that, right? Like, <laughs> it still shows up on an itinerary. It still shows up on a receipt." You know, Cartoon Network is free, right? Why'd you pay for this porn? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never watched porn in like a whole. I don't think I've ever watched porn in a hotel. Like, like just no. went on and just been like, oh yeah, no, because I always have the hooker there. Like, I don't have to like watch. No. I, um, I I made the mistake. <laughs> see, I don't, I don't. I've never paid. I like for- how you just slipped that in there, Jamal. Like everybody's. I always had the hooker there, so I didn't need that porn. I I never I never paid for porn because I had this one bad experience of like calling one of those those phone numbers. Um. Years ago, back in the nineties, Mary, you remember this, right? Um, <laughs> I wasn't working there. No, no, I wasn't no. working there. So, I thought I figured out a way around, you know, not paying for it. I was wrong. I there was there was two lines coming into the house. One who wasn't like anyone in, that I was aware of in the house, but they called back on the main line and they didn't know that when they called back on the main line that I was going to get charged per minute. And we just chatted. We didn't talk anything that you would normally talk yeah. about when you call those lines. And, uh, I got, I got, uh, well, when the phone bill came, both Mike and Marianne came to me and said, Hey, uh, Todd, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I never called any porn number, you know. But yeah, that that uh, paying for for that kind of thing was ruined after that. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not it. No, oh, I'm good. You, you thought your experience was bad? I tried calling those numbers. Collect once. Uh, doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work. Yeah. I thought I was being. I thought I was being cute. Now it doesn't work. Marianne, Marianne was very, 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 very angry with me, and rightly so. At the time, I was not one to take responsibility for my own shit, and she was not happy with me. Yeah, it cost quite a bit of money, um, which was my responsibility. Uh, yeah. Well, and yeah, the thing that, is, that, you know, that first I, minute. <laughs> I, it's a it doozy. Just, it, the thing is, though, is, is that. I used you guys. You both know that I used to work for a, a nine hundred number, an eight hundred number. Right? I, I found out in the last year that you did. So yeah. Yeah. So I, I used to work 
and it was only for a couple of months. It wasn't very long. Um, and uh, it was very eye-opening, you know. And you just saw how, that, how gross people are. <laughs> oh, and, and yeah, that, but it was also, you know, like, I was really surprised. Like, I think for me, it was, I was, I thought that I was worldly and I thought that I was knowledgeable all of that 21. <laughs> I knew things and I made the mistake when I was standing. And it was like a, a, it was basically like an office. It was a cubicle. Everybody was in their cubicles and a it was cubicle an open farm. floor plan. Yeah. So everybody's in these cubicles. And I was standing there in the, kind of in the middle of the room. And I was like, I made the mistake of saying, I've never seen a hooker before. Half the women in there turned and looked at me and they said, really? And I was like, no. So where do hookers go when they can't hook anymore? Well, they go work for those home lines. The call center and, that, that, you know, where yeah. people moan and, and groan into into their microphone. Well. Oh, my God. It, I uh, oh, you don't even want to know the image I have in my head right now, Marianne. <laughs> the call center. Oh, dude, oh my I, I my my image of a call center is I've worked in call centers, so I know exactly the kind of people that work in call centers. The other thing is, like, uh, if you've ever watched Beavis and Butthead, that's kind of how I picture the women who work at those call centers. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I just, I just, I just picture like, like, a, like. As a salesperson, like I'm so used to being in cubicles, having my own like three walls, and like I could imagine like you just you're trying to have like this conversation, and like your boss just walks in, just overlook, kind of like hears the conversation, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now make it sound sexy. Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. See, I'm even turned on that. Make you know, <laughs> like just just you know, just being there, making sure that you're keeping them on the phone long enough to just get that extra yeah. dough in there, you know? And, yeah. and everybody has to have their white person voice when they work in a call center. Not just not just black folks oh. or people of color in general. I'm saying everybody has to have Actually, that not, hi, hi, not, Lisa from Time Life voice. Yeah, but not not in this situation because that's one of the things that used to crack me up is there was a, there's a a woman there who was from Korea who still had a very heavy accent and it was very hard to understand. Oh my so God. I think half the time, Hi, they spent more time trying to figure out what the fuck she just said. And they're like, <laughs> what? And she, she was always repeating herself. And so. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that's that, that's where you don't want to get the, the, the like, the ethnic chicks on that phone like i'm sorry what did you just it's uh, what did you just say uh, i say i say no no no. i'm sorry okay can you can you go back like five sentences slow and down kind of like, and enunciate is what oh my what, God, what i what yeah. i used to hear people say um because i worked in call centers for tech support and customer service type jobs and there's always there's always that one or two people in the call center who look like they would probably you know, shank you in the back alley as soon as talk to you. But then when you get them on the phone, they're like, hi, how are you doing today? How can I help you? And, you know, you wouldn't realize you're talking to someone with like multiple piercings on their face, tattoos every fucking where, yeah. purple hair, you know, all that shit. But they sound but, like Lisa from, 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 from Comcast Xfinity. So when I was, uh, when I was working in sales in uh, Sumner, Washington, and um, I would get the uh, opportunity to go on the road with my outside sales rep and meet the people that I would be talking on the phones with. I just love like that initial reaction, you know, <laughs> you know, Wait, like it's, you know, black? Like, <laughs> like they would, they would, just, they would be like, oh, cause they'll always say like the same thing. Oh, I've always wanted to like, oh, so I finally a face to go with the name, you know what I'm saying? Cause we've right. always been, and in my mind, I know who I'm talking to. I'm like, oh, I'm talking to, you know, the the, the good old boy who knows everything about what his customer wants. And I'm making sure that I'm, you know, fulfilling his needs for his customers and all that. So whenever I meet, you know, and they hear my voice, I, I'm like in the back of my mind, I'm just like, yeah, he thought he was talking to a white dude. Or, yeah. um, you know, I, I know one time I was like, you know, I said howdy to like one of the salespeople. He was just like, did, did you just say howdy? Like, oh yeah, you're right. My, my bad. What's up, man? How you doing? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Is he, you are, know? Aren't you from, aren't you from New York? Why are you saying howdy? 
Aren't you supposed to sound like Vinny from down the block? He was my roommate. He was my roommate at the time, and I said howdy all the time. It, it just rubbed off on him. I was like, <laughs> yeah, howdy. Pretty much. Howdy. You know, something, you howdy. know, like I'm speaking the language of, you know, the, the I'm, I'm speaking peers. the language of the contractor, you know, the language <laughs> of the contractor. That's right. You know. Howdy. Yeah, hot chick walks by. I'm like, wow, I would like to drill her, right? Like crazy like that. Hey, you did, did but... either of you look at that video that I sent in uh, the, the TikTok video I sent in the in the uh, Facebook chat earlier today? Yeah. The anti-maskers oh. one. Oh, Lord. Oh, I, I have not. Oh, you did send that. I did not get a chance to look at You want at me that, to play but... the audio right now? You don't have to see yes. the video. I mean, yeah. Yes, please. I, mean, I probably don't even need to see the I don't video. Know, I don't even know if we can sit through all the audio, but yeah. I'll if 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 I see you both cringing, I'll stop the audio. <laughs> no, no, you keep playing I that have, audio. I am a mother um, of a sixteen-year-old kid that I've already pulled from your indoctrination camp. Um, but anyways, I'm here to talk about this whole mask thing. This is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, let me go back to what masks really are. They are a sexual fetish for all of y'all that is um, is in tune with pedophilia. That's what the mask is about. That's why you want our kids masks, because y'all are pedophiles. Look at what a sexual fetish is. It's masking people, okay? You're literally have this sexual fetish with masking our children. This is disgusting. You're not only that, you're teaching pedophilia in our schools. <laughs> I, am, I am a mother. Um... <laughs> so did anybody else catch the beginning of the video? She talks about... I'm a mother who's already pulled my kids out of your indoctrination camp. Yeah. Yeah. So what the fuck skin does she have in this game anyway? Right? You you know hold your kids out. So instead you're just trying to tell and I'm I'm just like, God, people like that, you know what scares me? People like that are breeding. Yes. Well that's that's obvious for sure. Um <laughs> you know what? Um, that reasoning right there, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I see kids. I, I, I see kids, and and they're masked up for the most part. You know, um, and kids are very sociable. You know, and I don't think a lot of kids, um, a lot of them, I don't think they really fully grasp what's going on as far as this pandemic goes. Um, you know. And I don't, I don't know how old her children are. I don't, uh, you know, um, but that reasoning, um, I, first of all, kids are walking Petri dishes. Oh, anytime yeah. I get, anytime I get sick, um, and again, I don't, I don't, I don't hang out with kids or anything like that, but there've been times where, you know, my niece goes to school, she hangs out with kids, she catches a cold. Uh, I hang out with my niece sometimes. I can't, you know, I'll see her sneezing and coughing and I'll be like, oh shit, I just spent like 10 minutes with you. I'm probably going to get what your friends or somebody you've been hanging out with got. And that's how colds get passed on or, you know, things like yeah. that happen. Um, not for nothing. If anybody should be fucking masked up, it's the kids. <laughs> you masked them yeah. the fuck yeah. up. But um, I'm not, I, I you know, and, and this falls into what we're going to talk about next week as far as conspiracy theories. Um, yes. I'm sorry, lady. Uh, nobody, uh, unless it's your your kid's uncle maybe who's a weirdo nobody wants to fuck your kids okay not over, not over masks like like really that's your logic that's the reasoning you found you yeah she's saying? she's like, pulling her kinda... kids at a school but they're still going to catholic church <laughs> you know it's sorry folks it's... <laughs> no it's actually you're not wrong but what's but still it, it's that whole I don't want to be told what to do right. mentality. You know, I don't want to be told what to do because... I want to you know, know what the long-term effects are of this vaccine before I get it is the most common thing I've heard recently. And you know what? And that's fine. Like I said, like like I've even said before, um, I treated getting this vaccine like getting like the new uh, video game console. I want to make sure that... I want to see if it works for you guys, if there's like any breakdowns or any kind of like a defects before I end up spending $500 on a, 
on a machine right. that I'm going to end up having to take in to get repaired. And I mean, and, and it's, and uh, I still kind of waited, you know, and, and, you know, I see people on television getting vaccinated, um, you know, uh, you know, you, you, you see your, po- which I think, oh, your politicians getting vaccinated. Who gives a fuck? I don't give a shit about politicians getting vaccinated, but it's just like, I see, you know, people on TV getting vaccinated and then, you know, getting interviewed afterwards, you know, how do you feel? I'm like, well, let's find out after like two weeks, you know, don't ask her now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, let's, let's, let's make sure that we figure out how she's feeling like, you know, right. But, but at the, but with that being said, like, you know, um, there's some like today I was listening to the radio. Um, actually, we were talking about this at work because I know a lot of uh, this city here, we're we have a mandate now teachers, um, you know, people who work for the city or employees, state employees or whatever have to be 100%, but not 100%, but they have to be in the process of being vaccinated by a certain time. Otherwise, you um, you basically just forfeit your position and they basically replace you with somebody who I guess has been vaccinated. But I was but my question has always been this. What about people who are unable to get the vaccinate, to get vaccinated? And lo and behold, I'm riding around uh, my job in, in, my, in the vehicle today, and I'm listening to the radio. And, um, you know, 1010 Wins does this interview with a woman who is a, she is a um, switchboard operator for a medical center. Now, switchboard operators, basically, they are on the phones, you know, hi, uh, how may I direct your call? They're not really in contact with a lot of patients, really. They're just either setting up appointments or canceling appointments or, you know, transferring calls to it's various, a, you know, departments or whatever. It's a call yeah, center basically, job. basically. And um, she was put on administrative leave because she didn't get vaccinated. Now, the reason why she didn't get vaccinated is because she has an autoimmune uh, disease that she is being treated for. And her doctor, mind you, someone with a medical degree, told her that it wasn't a good idea to get it yet. So upon the advice of her doctor telling her this, she thought, oh, then I could be exempt from having to take this yeah. mandate vaccination, which, of course, who wouldn't think that I'm unable to get this vaccination because of something that I am going through right now? Not a, it wasn't because of religion, right? I, even, even if it was, but any of these reasons that are legitimate reasons, it wasn't that, oh, you know, fuck you, I'm, I'm rebelling against it. Um, she said that uh, her doctor told her no. Of course, she got a doctor's note, and they still they put on administrative leave. Yeah. And you know, basically, you can't come to work. We're going to replace you with somebody. And you know, this person was not, you know, an anti-vaxxer or you know, this right. is one of those. I guess, uh, what was the word? Uh, vaccination, vaccine hesitant. You know, kind of department. Yeah. You know. And, and the thing is, she was like, no, I, this is not a matter of me saying I don't want the vac- vaccination. But then she was asked, if you didn't have this issue, would you be vaccinated? And she kind of hesitated. She was like, I'm not sure, um, but I am not against the vaccination. Most likely after further research, uh, yeah, I would, I would take it if it, you know, if it, uh, it, didn't if it basically with her, was, her if it was safe, issues, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It was safe for me to take it. I would do it. But again, doctor said not a good idea. She still got the ax and I, and, and, you know, she's thinking about leaving the medical field because she's just like, this, this doesn't make sense. I think it's unfair. Um, if you ask me, I, I figure that we would try to at least protect those who again, she, aren't able, aren't if, able to do if it. If she has legitimate like medical claim to this, she could, she could cry ADA. And uh, I think so, yeah. And she could, because if she has legitimate medical reasons, they're supposed to accommodate her. Yes. So one would think, yes. Well, no, that's the law. That's federal law, even. So if she has a legitimate like medical reason for it, they should have offered her a way of of doing it from home, someplace isolated from everybody else. Yeah. She could still do her job. She didn't have to come into the office anymore. 
So, Pretty much, yeah. She, they, I mean, there's ways that they could. I mean, there's people on. working from home as it is. So, so I'm pretty sure as a switchboard ADA, operator. Hold on. When you say reasonable accommodation, okay, keep in mind with reasonable accommodation, an employer can still say, "Here's all the steps that we took to try and make reasonable accommodations, and we." are not able to meet those accommodations that this employee needs, therefore we let them go. The employer is not required that you have to give reasonable accommodations if it's, if it's financially unrealistic uh, for the employer, or if there's just some way, you know, like if I had somebody who's in a wheelchair who said that they needed to um, go dig a ditch, I can't reasonably put them into a situation that would put them at risk for, or a safety concern, right? So at that point, I would say you're, you're not capable of doing this particular job. You're not capable of doing the job that I'm hired you for. And therefore we're letting you go. Yeah. And that is, that is absolutely an acceptable thing, but you have to, the employer, it puts a whole lot of burden on the employer to prove that they couldn't make any of those accommodations and show the steps that they did try and take. Now, that being said, there's sometimes if you're on a switchboard, it's not just taking a phone call, but if you're dealing with a switchboard, you've got multiple phone lines lighting up. You've got eight, 10 lines at a time going on that you're trying to transfer to other locations. It's not always going to be something that would be feasible for that person to work from home answering all those phone calls. So, I mean, most things that these days are digital and there, there are ways to do that digitally. Um, so it's very possible. It's possible. It's just a matter of whether or not they want to spend the money to keep that person. Right. But sometimes it's it's a financially not a feasible thing if it's going to yeah. cost a, a a lot of money. The company, you know, they, you know, it's the the law wasn't put in place for employers to go out of business trying to accommodate because then nobody has a job. Right. So it it is. But I agree that there there should be something that in a situation like that, where this person is not, um, their own doctor is saying, no, not right now. We're not saying not at all. We're saying not right now, but they should have been given an extension. And that would be yeah. interesting to see how that would play out. Um, and if there are gonna be attorneys that are gonna get involved. But I was just listening, like, so today, they were talking about on the news here in Washington, that as of October 18th, all state, employees here in Washington are required to be vaccinated. Um, yeah. There's, and one of the, one of the employees was talking about, they were, they had really thought about leaving their job. And then they realized that when they, for what the work that they did, a lot of, of non-government employers are requiring the same vaccine. And they said, what would be the point of me leaving a state job that I've had for a lot of years to go work, to be out of work, and then I lose my non-state job. So, and they work at two different for two different employers. So, it's one of those things that I think more and more in Washington, King County, so the largest county in Washington, the most populated county in Washington, not the largest, but most populated county, uh, is eighty-six percent fully vaccinated. So, this is something that is um, definitely, but they're still pushing to have all these state employees. So. Which comes takes back to what I was I kind of something else, and I want to kind of see what your guys' opinion is on this. I'm really curious. We were talking about ADA and stuff like this, and we've talked many times about the difference between HIPAA violations and ADA violations, right? Yeah. And that we know as an as somebody who was doing HR and who um, were who was constantly in the throes of this this debate. Is an employer asking if an employee has been vaccinated a HIPAA violation? And, and the response was no, it's not a HIPAA violation. Um, hmm. Pointing out that somebody hasn't been vaccinated, said, uh, example, in the construction, putting a sticker on their hard hat saying that they've been vaccinated. So the people who haven't been vaccinated stand out as an ADA violation. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think I remember you saying that a few weeks ago, actually. Yes. So keep that in mind when I, I, I talk. So okay. this last Sunday, last Sunday, uh, a Washington State Patrol 
announced that Trooper Detective Eric Gunderson, 38, died on Sunday morning after a battle with COVID-19. Um, he was 38. He, he served for nearly 16 years, died peacefully, surrounded by family, friends, and love, according to a news release. And, um, and he died in the line of duty. Now, this, I think, is very important. Eric contracted COVID. He, he did... Um, drones so he worked with drones he did like the derailment of the train here uh not too long ago it was a few years ago about three or four years ago um he worked with the watch state patrol he would go to different locations and he would take his drones and then it was a uh, in one of these investigations or one of these uh trips that he contracted COVID. Mm. okay now my question is, the news is refusing to report if he was vaccinated or not. Their response is, it's nobody's business. It's a medical situation, so it's nobody's business, and you don't need to know if he was vaccinated or not. My response to that is bullshit. It's not a HIPAA violation, and there's no way that this is ADA doesn't matter at this point of, of ADA or not. So if everybody else is losing their jobs, and I and I understand that the mandate for all state and federal employees to be, you know, employees of Washington State have to be vaccinated by October 18th. That deadline hasn't got here yet. But the question is, so the question still remains to me, is it, should we as a, a population, should we be, a, able to know what his vaccination status is what would it what would the status of his vaccination really do i mean would that other than like let the people he worked with know that he possibly infected them beyond that it doesn't do anybody else any good yeah um, i think i, I mean not, I, I i kind of feel like you know and this kind of goes back to what you and I, Marianne, was talking about when we when it came to hiring temps. You know, like, um, you know, we can't, we couldn't turn away temps that were not vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Like, we if they came here, um, now I would ask. So and and you know, it's either yay or nay. Nay, okay, I need you to wear a mask while you're in the warehouse, and um, you know, practice social distancing while you're here. You know, um, but at the same time, it's almost, I mean, the reason why I'm asking is because sometimes we're in close quarters, it's a safety issue. As far as cops go, um, I mean, asking now whether he was, um, I mean, to be honest, it, it almost seems like a moot point at this point. Um, being that he did die of COVID-19, it's almost like, okay, whether he's vaccinated or not, um, at the end of the day, COVID-19 got him. You know, so I, I mean, I don't even think that it really matters at this point. Um, and even I don't even think that, you know, and, and for me, in hindsight, it's like, okay, I shouldn't be asking if people are vaccinated or not. So what I do now is I say, um, you know, if you're not vaccinated, um, you need to get a mask and you need to put it on and, um, you know, practice, you know, say, rather than just ask it. Because when you ask somebody, hey, have you been vaccinated? Like not for nothing, it, it's almost, it, it's, I don't know, it's kind of shitty. I mean, to me, like, I don't want to be asked if I've been vaccinated a thousand times. However, whenever I go into a bar, whenever I go into a restaurant nowadays, I'm asked to show proof of that, you know, proof of vaccination. Right. You know, so it's, and, and it's like, okay, I, I have it on my phone. You know, it's, it's nothing for me to show. Because what that basically tells me is I could take this fucking mask off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I. I, don't get me wrong. I, I do wear the mask whenever I'm in yeah. certain places. That I'm, not, I'm in the Same. subway. I'm wearing a mask. But if I'm at a Chipotle and there's like five people there, and you know they got their proof of vaccination or whatever, I have I have nothing. Shit, I would I, I would live there. <laughs> let, <laughs> anyway, let me ask. Wanna... Let me ask you guys this real quick. If you found out that uh, like a, a a good friend or a family member wasn't vaccinated. Uh, would you be less willing to be around them after you knew that they weren't vaccinated? Oh, I could answer you that question right now. Um, no, I would still, 
Um, if they weren't vaccinated, I would not hold that against them because again, it is not my job to t now some of my friends haven't been vaccinated and they ended up getting COVID, but far be it for me to be like, well, if you'd have gotten vaccinated, this wouldn't have happened. No, I, I, I can't, first of all, again, shitty, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And here's the thing they know, they, they know about the vaccinations. It's not like. They, they, it's not like we, no one's talking about it. No one's right. Whether you are for the vaccination or not, you know that there's a vaccine that exists. So I'm not going to tell my friends, Hey, you should get vaccinated. No, that's not my place. They're grown ass adults, um, with children. And that's the, that's, that decision is up to them. Now, have I been asked if I'm vaccinated? Yes. And I, I wave that flag proudly. Yeah. I've been vaccinated, uh, so far, uh, you know, I've been I've been sick twice because my body was, you know, getting used to the vaccine. But aside from that, right, I feel great. I, I feel fine. Like nothing, you know, and yeah. mind you, I'm a diabetic. I'm a cancer survivor. I, you know, but yeah. when it's all said and done, it's I'm fine. But would I still hang out with that person, even though they're not vaccinated? Sure. I just put my mask on and I, I practice, you know, I'm, I'm safe. I, I make sure that I'm safe. When I'm around a person who's not been vaccinated, I don't okay, think that. Okay, let me follow up with this. If that person was to walk up to you and next time you see them and they want to give you a hug, would you accept the hug? Yes, I would accept the hug. You want to know why? Because I know that person wasn't vaccinated and I still have my mask on. Okay. You know, I'm not again. I, I and I and I get it, I, but at the same time, like there is a lot of division when it comes to this. Again, right? Stupid reasons. Uh, conspiracy um, theories. Look, I'm just looking and, at it like this. If 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 I come in contact with someone who's got the Delta variant, it doesn't matter if I have the the vaccine or not. I'm I'm pretty much going to be. Yeah. I'm fucked. So now, here's I, the thing. Though. I, I I want to protect myself, and knowing if someone is not vaccinated, I'm less likely to want to, you know, shake hands or hug them because, in my mind, they don't care enough to protect me. They're, they're, they're worried about th their civil liberties or they're concerned about the long-term effects. They're not going to see the long-term effects be even if, because they're going to end up dead from the virus. It's not going to be an issue for them. They're going to get sick and they're going to die. And that's how I see it. And, uh, and hopefully that's not true. I, mean, I hope it's not true as well. Are. I don't want to see anybody die. But the the people who are like I'm waiting for, to, to for the long term effects. The long term effects is you're you're still fucking alive. Okay, you didn't yeah. die from a vac. You didn't die from a deadly virus. And I I'm sorry if I'm getting agitated or angry with this, but that that's you know I mean I, I hear the same thing with people who are like I don't want my kids vaccinated because you know it may cause autism. Like, you know what? Um, vaccinations okay. also cause adults. You know, um, if you're not vaccinated, you know, if your kids aren't vaccinated, there's a chance that they all get a disease that will kill them. So, right, right. And the thing is, is the bullshit about autism is absolutely been disproven multiple fucking times over. There's, it's, it's another bunch of bullshit that people are like spreading that information. Well, they still do what though. Is, hey, here's, here's, how about this for a conspiracy theory? How about the, the people that are saying these anti-vaxxers? are actually people that uh, want to see population control and the less ignorant people get vaccinated, well, you know what? Less ignorant people there are. It cleans out the gene pool, right? There you go. There's your conspiracy theory. How about that against your autism? The autism has not been proven, but I'll tell you what. Bet you you can prove that my theory about people getting, um, getting misinformation out there just to help uh, scare ignorant people from getting necessary vaccines, life-saving vaccines, so that it cleans out the gene pool. Yeah, we didn't need them, in the, we didn't need them around anyways, right? Yeah, yeah, Darwin will definitely, uh, you know, Absolutely. flush out yeah. the, uh, the shallow end of the gene pool. Yeah, but, you know, and it, it's interesting, though, like, getting kind of back to that state trooper, though, I, I guess, you know, for me, where they said they don't want to see the trooper, Eric Anderson, they don't want to see his 
his vaccination status being politicized and his death politicized. Um, I guess, you know, and it could go either way. It, they could say, you know, well, if he was vaccinated, well, see, their vaccines don't work and people are still getting, they're still dying versus, you know, if he didn't have the vaccine, oh, see, if he didn't have had the vaccine, he wouldn't have died, you know, and I, either way, he's not any less dead. So I guess I can kind of understand the position on that. I just, I kind of had a hard time, uh, yeah. Do we know what happened with Jamal? Did he, did he disappear for a reason? I don't know. He just all of a sudden dropped out. So that's unlike Jamal too. He dropped out of the. I think he might be. I'm hoping it's just a computer problem, but uh, yeah, he may have something else going on too. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's necessary for us to know if he was. If he was. Uh, us as the people of the state, we don't. We it, it's not going to do us any any favor if we know the status of his vaccinations, if he had it or not. So. Right, right. And I guess I could see that. Um, it's, um, it is something that is, is very. I mean, volatile. Even asking people if they've been vaccinated or not. I mean, it's getting to the point where people are getting violent and yeah. I, I you ask them or to I mean, prove it. I had I had a a discussion uh, the other day with someone who I found out was unvaccinated, and uh, I I was I was trying to not like uh, become that asshole who's like, well, you should totally get vaccinated because. And it's right. you know, blah blah blah, and and I think I did anyways. It wasn't. <laughs> I I I was speaking in general terms, and one of the things I said was like, "Well, I think the people who haven't been vaccinated are stupid," because it's it's <laughs> been it's been proven it's been proven to work, and uh, you know it's 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 not dangerous and all that, and uh, and all they all they heard was I called them an idiot or I called them stupid. Right. And everything else I said was like completely lost on them. So I was just like, all right, whatever, you know. And yeah. uh I'm just I I don't know. This this whole thing is it's stupid that it got politicized. It's stupid that uh, yeah. people think that there's some ulterior motive to it, uh, everybody having to to get the vaccine. It was like 100 years ago when we had we had the first pandemic there wasn't there wasn't social media there wasn't people going oh there's there's a conspiracy oh my god you know right. they're they're trying to right. rewrite your your dna i saw a video yesterday and i'm like really dude come the fuck on a a uh, minister was saying that um that plant-based foods is re rewriting your dna to to the point where god won't recognize you as human when he comes back I'm sorry. What? From eating plant-based foods. So like vegan foods, you know, things that don't that look and taste like meat aren't actually meat. So therefore it's rewriting your DNA so you're not human anymore because you're not eating beef. You know it's not possible to rewrite the DNA, right? Yeah, oh I know that. But you know, people believe the shit they're told. Hey, it was on YouTube, therefore it's true. It's, oh, yeah, I, saw, yeah, I, saw, exactly. I saw it on a website, and the website looked professional, so therefore it must be true. And that's, you know, and that's what scares me about misinformation is, you know, it's so easy to get misinformation out there and the propaganda. And, and you know, because people don't, they'll, they'll glance at something, they'll, they'll glance at clickbait, they don't even look at what is. Uh, they read the title of the post, <laughs> and they don't actually read the article. Yeah. They don't find out about the content, and they don't bother to find out the credentials of the person doing the writing. Right. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. it's I, I I love the meme that came out. Uh, what was it that? Uh, I can't remember what burger joint it was. They used to, they tried to compete with the quarter pounder by offering a, um, a two, what was it a, a one third pound burger. Okay. And it didn't work because people thought a quarter pounder was bigger than a, a, a one third pound burger. 
So that's why I don't argue on the internet is what the, what the meme says. My favorite meme in regards to arguing on the internet, arguing on the internet is like running in the special Olympics. At the end, you're still fucking retarded. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and you know what? Uh, I don't generally like using that word, uh, mainly because I was a special Olympic athlete, but, um, it's, it's pretty, right. it's pretty accurate. I mean, even if you do win, you get the gold, you're still like, you still have the same issues you did at the beginning of the, of the right. race. And I understand the, 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 the logic of it. I, I love, if you ever, if you haven't ever seen it, you need to do yourself a favor and look it up. It is absolutely brilliantly done. Christopher Titus, comedian. I love him. I love Christopher Titus. He does a whole bit about the word retard. Actually, you know what? I that's that's the one track of his that I purchased off of Google Play. <laughs> and I love it. It's I love so it because I love how he prefaces it with people. He goes, "I'm not talking about people who are special needs." You know, and he talks right. about how, yes. and, and I love that too. I love how he talks about that because um, he, he talks about how. Welcome back, Jamal. I'm sorry. My computer decided that this was a good time to do a systems update and just kick me off the fucking <laughs> everything. Um, and you were just about to make uh, what I'm sure was an excellent point. And, um, and you I... jumped right in. That's okay. Uh, yeah. um, but do we move off? Are we still on it? Can I? Can we, I uh... We've kind of moved on, but if you want to recap, nope. I suppose we can recap. Do it. Come bring it in. No, I, no, I'm. I just wanted to uh, just basically say that uh, I mean, like, I know that I've come in contact with people who may. Well, I don't know who's been vaccinated or not. We don't wear T-shirts that say. Actually, some people they you know they have like stickers that says vaccinated or whatever you know which is fine, like a nice yeah. little humble brag or whatever. But at the same time, it's, um, you know, I still, whenever I go into a place like, you know, a, a grocery store or like, I, I go to Whole Foods, you'll be surprised how many people aren't wearing masks. Um, the employees are supposed to wear masks there, but you'll be surprised how many people just walking around, you know, we don't know if these people have been, you know, vaccinated or not, but yet, you know, Whole Foods could, let these people walk around um, vaccinated or not. But I, I was in Texas not too long ago. I'm, I talked to one of my good friends. He has not been vaccinated um, for the same, again, his reasons is legitimate, but at the same time, you know, did he, him and his kid had COVID and he, Oh, it, it, it was bad. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at the same time, he's holding off on getting the vaccination because, you know, he still want to make sure that, you know, like, like, again, everybody, everybody, not everybody, but, you know, those who are hesitant, those, you know, they, they're not, they're not sure of it. And I get it. Um, but they wear masks. They, they, they do everything that, you know, when it, when they go into clubs, I, you know, my homie wears his mask and he, you know, socially distances accordingly or whatever. And, and, let, but, and, let, and let me say, I understand people's hesitancy because I had that too at the very beginning. But the, the more I thought Same about here. it, the more I thought about it, the more I realized um, if I I don't want to be part of the problem, I want to be part of the solution. That's kind of how I looked at it. You know, yeah, that, may, that still may be yeah. making me look like I'm being a dick towards people who haven't had the vaccination yet. And it's we've had vaccinations f for almost a year now. It was like, I think, April, April, May when I got mine. So, you know, that's just a few months, three or four months away from, you know, being April, May again. Well, probably more than that, but still, yeah. we're at the end of this year, and April, May is the beginning of the year. So, so it's it's not like we haven't had plenty of time to see if, if you know, there are negative side effects, um, you know, the vast majority of people don't have any severe side effects. The vast right. majority of people do not. I mean, we all had that second shot where it just knocked us out for two or three days. After those two or three days, we were fucking fine. And uh, I also being diabetic and asthmatic and, you know, being a large mammal 
who probably is going to die of a heart attack or like sleep apnea is going to catch up to me. Uh, many of things that are going that are against me as far as my health is concerned. And I went ahead and got it anyways because I was at the very least I was hoping that it would prevent me from having to go to the hospital if I did get the virus. It'll I'll probably still end up in a hospital and I'll probably die. But at least I wanted to have that the knowledge that I did my part to keep myself and those around me safe. Yeah. You know, and the thing, interesting thing is, is that the reason I got the vaccine was uh, part, it was a little bit to protect the people around me, but I literally was more afraid of getting COVID than I was of the effects of the vaccine after several million people had already gotten the vaccine right. successfully. And there hadn't been any, you know, serious complications. And then I realized, you know, for me, I don't want to be the person who gets COVID and ends up in the hospital and go, fuck, I wish I'd have gotten the vaccine. Is it too late? You know, I don't want to do, I don't want to be that right. person. I want to, I, if, if I'm afraid of getting COVID, then it's my responsibility to do, if this may not be the best option. No, it may not be the best, but you know what? It's an option and it's a hell of a lot better than no option. Right. So for me, I'm going to take whatever option they have. I'm going to have to take a leap of faith and say that I've believed in in medical science for the past 50 plus years. And the people that I know who have been in medical science, oh, I don't know, my dad, who's a doctor, and my mom, who was a corpsman of the Coast Guard, who have looked at a lot of these different medicines and stuff. And I have to say, I believe in our medical teams. I believe in our medical right. field. I believe that this isn't just something that is corporate America. This is worldwide that right. is coming together with this. And they're, you know, trying to, they're not doing it just to cull the herd or do social experiments or scientific experiments on certain populace. Right. This is something that they're actually trying to, you know, because us getting vaccines helps stop the spread. And it helps people be affluent, wealthy, everybody else. It helps everybody. But you know what, though? You're always going to, no matter what we try to do. And again, this kind of goes with what Bill Burr said, you know, last week. It's like, look, people are always going to try to go a different direction. You know, and, and that's just, that's always been a thing. Like, you're always going to have your people that's just like, no, I'm not going to do it. The government can't tell me what to do or what to take. Okay, that's and, and again, if that's what you believe, that's fine. That's why I'm at a point now where I am so I, I'm like I'm 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 I have so much app. I mean, this apathy when it comes to whenever I hear people be like, I don't know what's in it, or they say reasons that they won't come up with that they won't take the vaccine. Like I said, unless it's a legitimate reason, hey, I'm on your side. Like I said, we're not here telling you to take yeah. the vaccine or forcing you to take the vaccine. Like we can't do that. Um, all we could do is tell you how to vaccine has helped us. Um, and, and, and again, I'm not a doctor. Don't, don't fucking listen to me. I don't have yeah. a medical degree back here. So, yeah. but, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, all I always encourage people to do is like, Hey, talk to your doctor, at least do the research. And if you don't want to take it at the end of the day, it, that's fine, but don't bitch. <laughs> like, right. don't, 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 I, I don't want to hear your bitching. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to hear how the government does this. I don't want to hear politics does. I, right. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to fucking hear it. At the end of the day, my dad, he was the he took the vaccination, the Pfizer one, before I did. And he didn't, he wasn't like, I mean, he kind of was like, hey, you're gonna get vaccinated. You know, I hear you're not gonna get back, you're, you're gonna get vaccinated. And 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 before I again, again, I, I was like, no, I'm not gonna take the vaccination. Fuck you guys about taking the vaccination. You know, it, it, it's well documented. Yeah, there's there's episode, a, several episodes of the podcast. You're like, fuck that shit. I'm not doing it. But 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 my, my dad my dad walks down the street, gets the first dose of the of the Pfizer, comes back, and he's telling me about, hey, you, you should probably go down and, and like, hey, they're giving out this shit. Get an appointment. You know what I'm saying? And again, he's not again not forcing me to. He's allowing me to make my 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 decision, make up my mind or whatever. But he's like, hey, if you want to get the vaccine, you know, down by you know Medgar Evers College, they're fucking giving it away. Go down there, set up an appointment, get go it. there the next day, get just do it if you want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 again, like he got the vaccination, 
And then I'm just like, well, you know what, you know, what's to stop me from doing it? You know, he was fine. As a matter of fact, he didn't get sick like I did after. Again, it's Pfizer, so he got the top shelf shit. Um, but he didn't get <laughs> the OG, sick and he's <laughs> way old. Way, I mean, in his fifties, mid fifties, and you know, next day, just like nothing happened. Mind you, I got to get on a plane to go to Charlotte to do a comedy show. I look like I've been kicked in the balls by a mule, and <laughs> you know. But however, I, you know, I. It's interesting that you say that because one of the things that they found, and, and I saw this common thread because when I was watching a bunch of people get vaccinated, the older you are, the less, the less symptoms or reaction you had to the, to the vaccine. My dad didn't even have, my dad's 80, didn't even have a sore arm. My stepmom's 65. She's oh, wow. no problem. The kids that were 22, 23 that were just getting it were out sick for a week. You know, it was, <laughs> it was crazy that they were the ones that, that were just the younger they the, the you are. Right. It literally just beat the shit out of you guys. And yet as old people were like, okay, I'm a little bit sore, but I'm good. So, I mean, you know, and, and yeah, I posted up on Facebook that I'm mean, my first and second dose. And I remember those. You know, for the most part, you know, I would get, you know, like DMs about, hey, how do you feel? I'm thinking about getting the vaccination, but, you know, I'm a little worried. And I would just say, well, talk to your doctor, like trust your doctors. And, and I will say this, if your doctor says, hey, you know what, right now you are not in, you're not healthy enough or right now your body will reject the vaccine, it's probably not a good idea. Listen to your doctors. Yeah. You know, listen to your doctors. Yes. That's, listen that's, to that's your doctor probably... over anybody else for sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I spoke to, before, like when my dad was telling me about this, um, you know, I spoke to three doctors. Thanks for tuning into another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. Be sure to check them out on all their social medias at Not About You Pod.